Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Throwback Thursday, My Favorite Things. I'm Rob Schneider. Raindrops on roses and whiskers and kittens. Your, and your I'm wife Kevin has David suggested Thomas. that we, th- we swap that out for a different version. No, I, in fact, Sutton actually, I've said we should change it. And then Sutton just yesterday, my wife was like, why would you ever think to change that, Kevin? That was such a stupid idea. She didn't say stupid, but she was like, <laughs> and she implied stupid, actually. So that's what I heard. You heard but stupid. we've been married for three years, so that I hear lots of things. But, that's, but Yeah, that's what marriage can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, do. I was like, you know what? You are right. We should keep it. It's been two and a half years. Why change it? And That's you know, a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> That's a beautiful sentiment. Um, I'm so excited today because I am wearing cut-off denim shorts, yeah. which are a little bit new for me. You definitely are dressing down today. I am I dressing down, and we have a guest after this, so I don't know why I've dressed down. That's okay. I'm I should sure. have looked a little She's nicer. Really chill. She's really fun. She's chill. So I have, oh, yeah. Should we tell them who it is, yeah. or should they guess? Oh, yeah. You're guess, right. Well, yeah. Guessing is good. Okay. Let's so, see. Um, her parents share her name. That's true. Her parents share her name. Different spelling. Different spelling, but her parents share her name. Mm-hmm. Some might say she is the princess of comedy. <laughs> Because her mother was the queen. I like that, Rob. Of comedy. That was good. That was really good. Um, it's Lucy Arnaz. Yes, we're talking to Lucy Arnaz. We're very excited to be talking to Lucy Arnaz. Yeah, we're going to chat with and her. And also after this. very excited for our favorite things this Huzzah. week. Uh, what uh, you have your index card, so I, I see that you've written. Don't on look. It. I'm going to try to do this mentally. Oh, Rob. Because I don't want to talk too much about my favorite thing. Because I think I don't want to give too much of it away. I think you just need to go and watch it. Oh wow! You, That's what I think. All right. So full disclosure, listeners. Um, before we even started recording, Rob <laughs> was like, "I'm very excited about my favorite thing today," because <laughs> uh, he doesn't I'm usually say up, that. I mean, I'm we're always up excited, the... but he's like, "Can't wait to share it." So I'm actually very, very excited because I don't know about you, listeners, but I will often I will listen to Rob talk about this, and then I'll think, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go check this out," and then I, maybe it'll be a month, maybe it'll be two months, maybe it's six months later, I'll finally get around. To watching that B. Arthur TV special. And then I, it's, I don't know about you, but I feel like I have to go back and listen to the podcast again and listen to Rob talk about it because it always is 
more amazing than I think it's going to be. To get and the you nuances? Always, you always get me. You always get me. I, I love it. I it's always great. get you. You always get I me. I get you. I get you every no, day. I don't know what that voice is. That's I new. Know, I don't but like we it. we went with it. I just yes-handed it the whole time. I, I think it's great. I was in a yes. I was in an improv class, and they, I got flunked. <laughs> Kept saying, no but. No but. Which is ironically how a lot of my so Tinder stupid. dates go. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Up next. Wow. At Odd Ha-Ha's. You're welcome, everybody. At Chuckles. <laughs> at Chuckles Comedy Center. Anything exciting going on in the Broadway news? Um, did you see anything? Oh, well, Neil Simon passed. Well, I mean, we've had a lot of, yeah. Everyone, it's, I, I'm so sad. Everyone, everyone is going, I mean, sh- I'm sure we'll do a separate thing on Neil Simon at some point Seems in like the it. obituary thing. I think he, he was a favorite thing at one point for us. Yeah. Very early on. Right. Because Neil Simon, uh, the Plaza Suite was the first play I ever directed. Oh, And I used fact. to love Neil Simon growing up, like watching The Odd Couple right. and The Sunshine Boys. So uh, t- to me, he's a god. Yeah. So I was I was taken aback by that. And we featured his musicals quite a bit on our... We know, featured his musicals a quite a bit on the show. My, they're, they're playing my song. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's been a favorite thing of yours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know Promises, Promises has been mine just recently. And uh, and I think uh, Little Me was one Little at me. some yeah, point Little for me, us. Yeah, Little Me. Yeah. yeah. Sweet Charity goes without saying. Oh, um, absolutely. Obviously. No, I'm, I'm actually a little sad because I wanted... Um, I really wanted to get him on the podcast. And when we first started the podcast, I emailed him. Yeah. Um, and his wife responded and was just like, it's not the best time. Mm. And that was a couple of years ago. So yeah. hopefully he went without any suffering because yeah. he yeah. brought so much joy to so many people. And we'll talk about him when we get to our in memoriam. Unfortunately, he's going to be in our in memoriam this yeah. year. It makes me very sad. But boy, um, what an output, though. What a, what a legacy he left us. A play or a screenplay for about thirty years in a row, every like, year. And the gen—I mean, not just one gen. It feels like he had three. He was in three different generations. Absolutely. People, a lot of p- young people were like, "He's still alive." I mean, like, yeah. it's just like he was like the Irving Berlin of play, right? What a great way you of know? putting it. What a right? great way of putting like, it. Still, like, lasted for so many generations, you know. And, and he'll be with us, I think, way okay. after. Indeed. Way, yeah. way after we Definitely. all we all leave this earth as well. Um, so, so condolences yeah. to his wife and to his family, and we'll celebrate him at the end of the year. But yeah. go read a Neil Simon play, and go read one of his obscure ones. We all know The Odd Couple. We all know Barefoot right. in the Park. Go read some one of his like little neglected yeah. works. Proposals. Propos- Why not? <laughs> Actually, you know, let's go back. Um, maybe not proposals. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so not proposals. Just, you know, but go and we can all skip but... Fools. Fools is not very Probably, good. Yeah. But go read The Gingerbread Lady. There you go. That's a good one. That's Didn't a favorite that of mine. Play, Rob. The Didn't Gingerbread Lady. Oh, it's fantastic. Is it? I like it. All right. Yeah. Good anyway, job. I'm done. Um, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I didn't get oh, called back wait, for you crutchy. Guys, Rob, did you know that they're making a movie of Herb um, Villages? And like, and Rob sent me the trailer for it because Peter Dinklage is in it. Peter Dinklage and is I cannot, but I thought it was a, like an onion piece. I didn't think it was. Or I thought Rob had gone like out of his way to make some crazy video for me. But true enough, he's coming back. He's it's <laughs> Peter Dinklage is starring in a movie about Hervé Villages. <laughs> it's crazy. When we started this podcast, Kevin, you were like, who? who? And now there's that. I think HBO knows how popular our podcast now is. Now I'm trolled on twi- Twitter by our, some of our followers about Herb. Wow. <laughs> Why? That's him. It's like a French All I see when suit. you do it is like tongue. You're just like, Bleh. Like tongue? tongue. He's a tongue bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got an email. Oh, my God. I should put Herb. my phone on silent. Oh, God. I should put my phone on silent. All so right. we can What's talk your about favorite our favorite thing. 
Okay. Let's just do it. We've teased everyone and myself enough. I, Tell okay, me, this Rob. This is going to be a hard one because Are we I don't want to pause and I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. I want you to go home and watch it. Okay. And I and I think it's even best to watch it inebriated, I oh. feel. Well, something's going away this weekend, so I'll have an evening free. And, so it's uh, only about five minutes of your life. Oh. But it's the best five minutes I think you'll ever spend. So you're going to all oh. go to YouTube. Oh. Okay. You're going to just type in oh God. Liza Minnelli on HSN. That's one more time. No, are you? It's called Liza Minnelli. No, you're not even going to talk about her selling on stuff on HSN. HSN. And the YouTube channel that has it that's the best is uh, Rich Fo- Fofo. R I C H F O F O. That's the first one. That's the channel you want to watch on it. You Rich R I C H F O F O. So I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was not aware at all of this um, until. Robbie Rizal had mentioned to me, he goes, have you ever seen... Hi, Robbie. Hello, Robbie. He's the RL-only listener. We should just have him here. We should just tell him what we're doing. No, that's not true. We have tons of listeners. Thank thousands you Thousands of listeners. Millions of listeners. All beautiful. Wow, you're in a mood today. I'm a little tired. I love it. Um, so anyway, th- in 2010, yeah. Liza Minnelli had just gotten out of uh, knee surgery. She was in the hospital for a really time. You remember there was a time where like... I thought you were going to say marriage, but yeah. I think that was also the time like yes. David Guest and all that yes. stuff. And, yes, and it was a little, phase. He- little heady time for yeah. Miss Minnelli. Yeah. Um, so she, for whatever reason, created a line of clothing and jewelry and decided to hawk it on Home Shopping Network. Now, my feeling is this. I love I, I think I'm gonna be honest with you. I think being on home shopping must be one of the most difficult jobs in the world. Because sit about you're in this tiny little closet of a room that looks like a studio, and there's nobody there. No audience, and no you nothing. have to be enthusiastic for five hours. About one thing like tread water. Like tread like, yeah. Like, yeah, for like five I sometimes watch it for fun. I have before. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Because sometimes it's so bad it's good. One of my friends who actually helped us set up our podcast equipment, he used to work there. And he said it was the most depressing thing. He goes, especially like the 1 a.m. hours. Where like you're sitting there to like 1 a.m. discussing, you know, a Call ceiling now. Fan. First 20 callers gets for five ninety nine. So, <laughs> Sorry. Well, okay. Bless you. Bless you. It's dusty in here. Um, so, I, so anyway, so Liza Minnelli creates this whole wardrobe like it's like her Halston clothes. Moo's, right? Like just caftan. No, you know stuff. her like her like wraps and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and sequence. Um and jewelry. She, and they had her come on to hawk it for mm-hmm. like five hours. And it's her and this other woman. <laughs> it is the most surreal thing you'll ever see in your life. Cause she's sitting in an art. First of all, she looks like her mom. Like like this, she literally looks like her mom in this. She's literally sitting on a chair and she's just like, Thank you, darling. Thank you. That's wonderful. And no matter what they, anyone who calls in is like, I love you. She goes, I love you. <laughs> and somebody says, you're a mentor to me. And she goes, thank you. You're my mentor too. <laughs> and you're like, she's never met this woman. <laughs> and then she's like, Betty in Tallahassee, I'll never forget this call either. And so she's like, then they ask her, they're like, why did you decide to do make clothing? She goes, I was in the hospital. And my knee. She was like, I got a knee replacement. And all she's doing is talking about her knee replacement. And then they're like, how'd you get the jewelry? And she goes, clay. I molded clay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like. And then Robbie pointed this out. And I think it's a good point. She doesn't do it in the clip I'm going to show you. But you need to find it somewhere. She had encephalitis. 
at some point. That's and not funny, but what is, I don't even know what that is. I don't I, know what it is, okay. but she just it's keeps saying she has encephalitis. Of it's an inflammation. I yeah. think it might be of the brain, but I could be totally Shoot. wrong. I'm not a doctor. Right. Why do you think I'm a doctor? I don't know, because you, you look something so really funny, yeah, which is what? so horrible? This what? is horrible. I had a friend when I was in high school who every time I saw his mother, she would be like, hey, Rob, my knee hurts. What do you recommend for that? What? Or, hey, Rob, like, I'm having these really bad headaches. Like, what do you recommend for that? And I could never figure out, like, why is she asking me this? And finally, I asked her friend, my, my friend, her son, and he goes, well, because you're Jewish, she thinks you're a doctor. I'm like, is that? I'm not joking. Racist? Goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, um, it's anti-Semitic. Yeah, a little bit. We're going to yeah. be more specific. Oh, on Rob, it. he's Jewish. He knows. Yeah, that was literally it. All those, you're like aspirin, just like take some pain I medication. Said, I said to him, I said, I said, if she starts calling me about her taxes, we're going to have an issue. And lo and behold, next year she asked me what I could deduct. But um, bump. Not joking. This is a. There's no joke. There's no. This is actually. I'm recounting a story. So anyway. So anyway, Liza Minnelli says the word encephalitis, and she says it about a hundred times. But her saying it has got to be. But it goes from like a four syllable word to a encephalitis. Ten- yeah, that's it. Yeah. Encephalitis. Robbie does it, but he can hit each oh syllable God, kind of brilliantly. <laughs> so anyway, I don't want to tell you anymore because it's just really marvelous and wonderful. You're going to go back and you're going to go look at Liza Minnelli on QVC. Is that what I said? Oh, QVC? you said Home Shopping. Oh, sorry. HS. Liza Minnelli on HSN. Okay. Um, this was from 2010. Oh, um, once again, look for the channel that says Rich Fofo, R-I-C-H-F-O-F-O, because it's the best. Um, it's the best four minutes and 48 seconds wow. of your life. And you can get all your, your... I mean, I feel like that's where you go to get your impersonation, because she's basically a caricature of herself. It's, at, it's now. literally like somebody doing a Liza Minnelli caricature, <laughs> which is... It, it's, it's... Yeah, it's like a really... It sounds like an SNL skit. They're like, yeah, we're going to do HSN, HSM, and we're going to have Liza come on and sell her stuff. Yeah, and what? that doesn't seem real. It seems like it's fake. Oh, no. And she's there for a long time. And the best is there's this one moment where she's telling someone to, like, put something. There's a model there. And she's like, she goes, put the scarf over your shoulder. And the woman does it. She goes, no, the scarf. The woman, like, takes it. She goes, over your shoulder. <laughs> It's literally, it's the most, who, I don't know who the woman is that's like hosting the show that it has Liza as a guest. This woman deserves every Emmy known to man. <laughs> Luckily, Liza's much better. I don't know what was going on. She was just out of the hospital. Right. It's, it's, she was you're a little disoriented. Pay some bills. I, we've all been there. Uh, hello. We've all done things to pay bills we're not proud of. Can I tell yes. you the one time I was a clown? At a gas station opening when high school? You, Rob, you're lying. I swear to God, I got you fired <laughs> on the first day. I got fired on the first day. This is a true story, and then we'll move on to your favorite thing. No, I was, I, no I'm not moving I was on. A, I was either. a senior in high school. Yep. Um, I was getting ready to go to college. I needed some money, and a woman you that You weren't I, working for the unit store anymore. No. Well, no, that, w- that provided some nice income, but okay. then during the summer months, we didn't really get a lot of people because gotcha. the units were hot. Yeah. So my friend and I, his name was Christy Amato. He looked just like Divine. He looked like John Waters Divine. He was my best friend in high school. And a woman comes up to us and she goes, oh, I know you guys are looking to make some money. She goes, uh, this gas station is opening up on Moore Park Road. And she said, um, if you guys are interested, they want people to dress like clowns <laughs> and stand on the corner and like this is and wave signs. And we did it. And we were assholes. And like eventually, like we started writing like offensive things and clown makeup on our face. And we kept making rude gestures of where exactly you could go to get your car washed. Um, we got fired, I think, within three hours. <laughs> we had the job for three hours. Oh, right. My friend Chris and I had jobs not for very long. You're we, no we, clown. They once gave us a public access show. 
What? We were in high school. You are killing me today, and our high, Rob. our high school channel, our high school created its own network to air on local television. They're wow. like, we need programming. And they're like, well, let's ask Rob and Chris. That was my friend because they're in drama club. And we created, the choir had just created this handbell choir. I played handbells. I loved handbells. I played with all old ladies. Oh, then maybe you won't like no, this No, no, no. It's okay. I just take my handbell playing very seriously. Well, the choir was very serious about oh, the yes. handbells. And we it took like gloves. 20... You had to put the gloves yes, in 20 minutes to like put the bells in. I was like, this is the most fucking ridiculous thing ever. It's, so we, it's <laughs> we did right. a 20-minute pilot about how stupid handbell choir was, where we interviewed people about handbell. Like, like all a the documentary, in a way. And like every it. time they were like... <laughs> every time that we asked so them a me, question... You interviewed me. It would be a serious question. So we would be like... So, Kevin, what, what's your favorite composer to play on a handbell? Uh, Weber. Ring Weber. my bell! <laughs> Ring my bell! And then we would, like, dance around the person. Um, that, never got, that never went to series. <laughs> that got pulled, huh? That got pulled. Wow. But look for and, it. In and the to f- think you drama nerds were trolling and making fun of the handbell nerds, Rob. I mean, really. How dare you do that to us? How dare you? I'm I tell sorry. you, sir. I'm sorry. Well, God has punished me. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing denim shorts and sweating through my shirt. Um, His denim shorts do look nice, everybody. Thank um, you. Uh, and no, we aren't drunk. It is it is ten thirty eight in the morning. Just because I this feels like a really raucous uh, episode, and I love I was it. up early for Lucy. I love it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, so, my, uh, you're finished, right? Yeah. Are you good? You done? <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> yep. Um, mine's a little, uh, not, it's a little outside of the musical theater realm, but I think it, ha- it con- is connected in, in many ways. And we also share a lot of the same audience uh, with this other genre. Um, I, was fl- I was in uh, California a week and a half ago, and I love flying long distances because I get to watch movies that I normally really wouldn't watch. Uh, and, they, and I watched this documentary from 2016. Uh, it's called Score colon, a film music documentary. And it is a, uh, it's a full-on documentary about the creating score for movies. How cool. It's incredible. It, this man uh, named Matt Schrader, he, he was an investigative journalist um, his whole life and for CBS and, and NBC News. And then he just decided he won three Emmys doing stuff, and he was very successful. And... Uh, for whatever reason, he decided to stop that and go into making uh, films and, and pictures. And so he this he t- 
cashed in some of his savings and he had a Kickstarter and he made this amazing film. And it's not like he talked to like John Williams and that was it. He was gonna just do three composers and then he realized that the musical spectrum of movies is so vast and so open nowadays and it's not just, you know, uh, an orchestra. It's weird sounds and it's, 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 there's, it's ever changing. Uh, and he really goes, he catalogs the history of film scoring from the very early on to, you know, the orchestra sounds of the 60s and 70s that, were, that we, we heard so much where it was like full-on symphonies almost to like Trent Reznor who was of Nine Inch Nails who writes uh, movie music now and his has very sort of weird funky sounds that he adds to it and how all of that's evolving. But he talks to all of the greatest living composers of, of our day. I mean, Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman, John Williams, Quincy Jones, um, all of the Newmans, Thomas oh, and, wow. um, and um, Randy, who come from a whole legacy of film scores. Their dad, Alfred Newman, practically invented oh, yes. film scoring, right? Yeah. So like, or their family, you know, one's the dad, one's the uncle. But um, but it, it's that legacy is incredible. Not only that, but he, he interviews directors, but not like B-list. I mean, we're talking, he interviews James Cameron, uh, Gary Marshall, and Steven Spielberg about the process of what they look for when they're talking to their composers and how the composers tell the story of the movie subconsciously mm. and how the music, you know, without that music, you would be missing a whole. Oh yeah. You know, like, oh, and another composer. The only female they they talked to about was a woman named Rachel Portman, who won an Academy Award for a shock a lot, uh, and incidentally wrote a musical called Little House on the Prairie that I worked on about five years ago. The musical starring Melissa Gilbert. That's another podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, and. Um, uh, also, if you're interested to, to see this incredible doc, I mean, it, it is, it's a good two, over two hours, and uh, you will walk away appreciating movie music in a whole new light. And I guess I'm bringing this on our podcast because I think that music functions oftentimes the very similar way. That we can, I learned a lot about the production of music, even though I'm a musician, I went to school for music and all of that. I, I feel like watching them talking about their process of telling the story through music is very similar to what we do. And just like there are a whole group of fans, hi listeners, who love musical theater, cast album collecting, all of that. There's a whole network of soundtrack people who love collecting oh, yeah. soundtracks. My I mean, brother is one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And who know, like, even, like, you know, some random movie from the late 80s, they'll know exactly who wrote the score and all of that, and they'll know the songs from it. So, I, and I am not a big fan in that regard. However, I do appreciate music. And this documentary, again, called Score, a film music documentary, really opened my eyes to the job, even the, to the job of a music scorer. And you get to see them go through the process. You see how, you know, Hans Zimmer famously doesn't really read or write music. I mean, he writes music, but he doesn't, like, hand write music, but he does it all on the computer. You see him do his process. You oh, get to wow. watch him. You watch Rachel um, sit down, because she's famous for her piano scores. She's more piano-based. And you watch her work with like the, t the movie running and her trying to match the piano exactly what she wants to do with the movie. It's just incredible. I had no idea that it, so much work went into creating a film score. Um, you can go to their, their website. is score-movie.com. You can buy it there for $20 or $25 by a Blu-ray, or you can go on iTunes. It's $12.99 to buy or $3.99 to rent. Um, he also, Matt also has a podcast. Much like we do, he interviews, um, each episode he interviews one of the film scorers or directors and talks about their process Amazing. in each podcast. And that's called um, Score, colon, 
the podcast. And you can check out Matt's score. I don't know him. I don't, I've never talked to him before, but I just think it's cool that he's doing something in a, in a different vein of what we sort of do as well. And also kudos to him for, you know, cashing in his savings and changing careers and going after something like this and, yeah. and bringing, shedding light on a subject that uh, we don't always get to talk about. It's something that we don't, is not tangible. We hear it, no. but we don't actually see the process of what, we know how people make a movie. We get all that, but score writing, that's magical. And um, so you can learn a little something more by checking out this movie. Yeah, and I think a lot of college programs now are implementing, uh, you can get your major in film compo- composition, so, or, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, that's so. What a cool yeah. documentary. I've never seen that. I'm going to really? go home and watch it tonight. I know. I, I was surprised it didn't have a wider release. Okay. But it really, it's... For, and especially those in our business or those who appreciate fans, lovers, study, people who study it, it, you, it really does open your eyes. Even in our musical theater realm, it, it, will, it will shed new light on storytelling through song. And it's Amazing. Great, especially well, for film lovers, too. Great. So then um, I'm going to watch Score, and you're going to watch... <laughs> I'm going to watch Lies on the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> and don't forget to buy that Halston top that she's, oh she's, she's peddling to everybody. It's just great. It's just great. It's so comfortable. <laughs> it's just shiny. I just got a little shimmy here. <laughs> Ah, is that right, Papa? That's right. <laughs> Once again, Kevin does amazing impressions and acts like he doesn't. I can't stand it. All right, till next time. Bye, everybody. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.